Hello and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or, of course, welcome back for all those people that, you know, continue to listen to us or, you know, yeah, shout we, out to them. We appreciate them greatly, but I have to, I have to pick on the welcome back. Of course back. we do. It's so, it's so terribly presumptuous. No, it's just our, uh, it's our thing. It's the thing I do, you know. Got to have a format to these things, don't you? Sort of. Nah, it should be a free-for-all every nah. week. Go, 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 yeah, go, 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 go. Go, go, go. Speaking of format, we should probably figure out one now that we're in the third year of this podcast, but that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, add us, show to us, email us, you know. Yeah, you know, we, we're always open to, uh, you know, suggestions and, and such, but... Uh, yeah, we so we we thought we would circle back a little bit, right to a to an episode. We got to reference that one that we did last February, right? Yeah, February eighteenth, twenty twenty one. I mean, we have a lot yeah. of episodes floating out there that you know we've touched on a thing and intended to circle back to. So we're going to try and start picking those off uh, one by one. But this is this is the first one, uh, and that episode was uh, "I Spy with My Little Eye." You know, we talked about spies, when spy gadgets. Yeah, just the goofiest, so we're, the goofiest of spy gadgets that are out there on the yeah. internet, or pseudo. We're gonna have to we're pseudo spy gadgets. Uh, we're we're gonna touch on some spy gadgets before we get into the actual why we're updating this episode, which is you know some pretty pretty incredibly uh, uh, in depth content that we'll try to hit and and get right. But uh, yeah. Have you seen, did you, did you come across that uh, reference I sent you? The spy.com? Like that's, that's a pretty straightforward URL. They just, they reference <laughs> these things. It definitely gets the message across, right? You, you would yeah, think, a, you would think all these spy stores, like number one, you'd have to like find them. <laughs> like, no, you just, just are you really it. a good spy store? If your you URL is spy.com, I mean, maybe you are, you know. They seem pretty legit. They got some stuff. And this is like their, um, um, let me see. This is by Adrian uh, Covert and Jonathan Nudger, August 31, 21. So they kind of updated their recommendations on, you know, if you want to, you know, be a spy. You know, and I guess this is for like law enforcement and private detectives and bounty hunters and stuff. I mean, they buy some of this stuff, but. Some of it, some of it looked kind of interesting to me, actually. And then some of it was just kind of silly. But uh, this one, actually, the um, the Faraday bag for phones. Have you ever come across any of these? What, then, like, you block, know, like your, your, uh, block your yeah, cell yeah, phone yeah. service? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that seems like it could be kind of a useful uh, useful thing to have handy. Yeah, I don't trust. And in, in, like, if I if I was in that situation, I'd just leave the damn thing at home. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I would like to say guaranteed blocks everything. I mean, you know. I guess would there be a way to test that? I mean, it, it, to a certain degree, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, you could you could take all sorts of RF monitoring devices on the outside of the bag with your phone inside of it and see if there's any any leakage. Uh, but it would, it, when I, turn, I mean, I'm trying to think specifically because obviously you would have some difficulty with other devices around and then the neighborhood and everything else. But yeah, you could probably do it. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, that's one they, they recommend. 
And then I guess, you know, night vision stuff. And they actually have like the, you know, they have the, you know, everyday night vision, the G thunder night vision binoculars, you know, 164 bucks. Or, you know, if you want to go to the superior tactical, uh, just a low, low price of uh, 2000 Yeah. I mean, if it's not level three, you're not doing it right. Or, or up. I mean, I should say. Really? Okay. So, you, I mean, so if you're going to be like running around at night, like spying on people, you need the, you need to spend a couple of, couple of grand. I mean, I would, not that I have any okay. need for night vision goggles, but they are cool. I've played with them and uh, super, super interesting things. If you, if you have a need. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, the average person, you know, probably does. Right. You know, you got to take your recycling out. And yeah. It's dark. Okay. It's foggy. You know? I got to take the garbage <laughs> to the curb. I need my. Level three night vision goggles. Let's go. Yeah, that won't freak out the fucking neighbors. So, like, what the hell's going on over there? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the better, the better to keep them at bay. You know, that guy's really weird. Like, stay away from him. It's fine. It's <laughs> perfect. Maybe you want to go like wildlife stalking at night. You know, check out I, the raccoons know. and the possums and the deer and what have you in your neighborhood. I don't know. Yeah, that won't that won't cause anybody to see something, say something. What do you what do you make of these noise generators? Noise, like if somebody, you know, the whole concept. It, it, like, okay, so you know the the idea that you know you're sitting in a room, you don't want anybody to like hear your conversation or whatever, and you know there's there's this noise, the rambler. They they recommend this noise generator, so it it basically like plays like background music of a loud place, you know, to make it harder to understand what. What conversation you're having? Interesting, and I, I call that a stereo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what, sort of how I read it. I mean, maybe I didn't. I, you know, I read it. I read this some of these uh, pretty quickly, but uh, yeah, I sort of thought, yeah, mm, yeah. that's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, oh, I mean, either like, oh, <laughs> like you're sitting on the park bench, and all of a sudden you have this thing beside you, and it's like you know, there's ambient bar background music. It's like, what are they, what are they doing over there? Maybe that, you know, pull your phone out. Maybe you're showing somebody a video and it just distracts from yeah. whoever's mm. trying to listen in on you. Mm. Then of course they recommend, you know, some kind of VPN thing. Well, yeah. I mean, you VPNs know. are good. That's, that's a good thing. I, I, I appreciate a VPN. Yes. Yeah, so do I, but I think a lot of people think that this is some kind of like panacea, like who, you know, I'll just jump on a VPN and everything I do is secret. It doesn't quite work that way. It's totally you know? invisible and nobody will have any idea what I'm doing on the internet. Yeah. No, that's probably, mm. you know, let eh, me eh, I mean, keep on believing that. Yeah. One of our favorite ones, actually we touched on this last time is that this one is the, the spy finder pro. That's that lasery thing that you know, show you like, Camera lenses. Oh, that's kind of cool. For, looks for obscured camera camera lenses. Yeah, that's that's an interesting thing. I'm curious how well it works. I am too. I mean, could you imagine like house sitting or something? Like you know, you you walk in, you want to you want to you know drink some of their beer and you know snoop around. I mean, you know, they got a nanny cam somewhere. Not that I would ever do yeah, anything like this, but it might be every, handy for every time you get an Airbnb, bucks. right? <laughs> Well, I'm I mean, taking my camera fair lens enough. detector with me, yeah. Just to just I to mean, make they do. sure. Yeah. You got any favorite ones? Is there a is there one gadget you'd want? 
I mean, me, I, like st- I still want the I still want the net launcher. <laughs> I mean, the net. Yeah, I mean that's smart. I mean, when it comes to I mean, just ridiculously I mean, over the top, you know, silliness. quote unquote spy gadgets. I mean, what better than a, a bazooka that launches a net at your assailant? Mm-hmm. That's, that's like some Austin Powers gadgetry <laughs> nonsense, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still completely over people, the top, ever, useless <laughs> piece of crap. But you know, the fact that somebody made it, I want to buy it. Why not? Yeah. And then we referenced that one in our original, it's been a whole year and there's still, I couldn't find a video online of somebody like, you know, capturing the pizza guy. Like before you leave, I'm going to rob you of your more breadsticks. I know you, you know, I know you got more in that car and you just chuck a net around them. Yeah. I don't know where, I don't know. know. My neighborhood, the pizza guy, nobody wants to catch him. <laughs> I mean, that's fair enough. They're, they're like, yeah, give me your pizza. Get out of here, would you? Like, let's go. Yeah. Giddy up. Yeah. They got a thermal in- imaging thing for a smartphone. That looks kind of cool. Yeah. Again, like. You know, if you want to see people behind walls. Yeah. I, I can think of very limited <laughs> use cases where I need to go. Is there a human being on the other side of that wall? But hey, I did. I'm not. I'm not an armchair spy. So what do I know? I just, yeah. I and, just we, and we these should. And we, are fun and funny. I mean, I can I can see some yeah. utilitarian value in a lot of them, but others, I'm just like, okay, wow, you're really appealing to the uh, the television and, and movie watching um, spy crowd. You know, like the the pop culture mythos. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm, whatever. It's like, I'm pretty okay. sure most, too, too, most of this is rather mundane and boring compared to some of the things you see. Now, I mean, come on, Brandon, think about it. Like if, if you were a kid right now, think of if you were a kid, when you were a kid, if you had access to this level of sh- shittery, would you not be going crazy? Like your parents would be like, what are you doing on the credit card again? What is this? You'd be like, well, you thought you heard a squirrel in the wall, so I thought I'd get the thermo imager that attaches to the bottom of my phone. Oh, yeah. No, as a kid, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I appreciate them as gadgets, but as, quote-unquote, spy <coughs> tools, I, I'm yeah, a I mean, bit fair enough. skeptical. Yeah, no, I think some of it's really cool and would love yeah. to play around with it. Again, I want a net launcher. Who doesn't want a net launcher? Now, True. Do I think it's I a, mean, a piece of spy equipment? No. No, probably not. Would it be ridiculously fun yeah. to own? Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. And as we noted in our first episode, I mean, don't, you know, you look up laws and before you start buying stuff and doing stupid thing and tracking people, you know, look, look, a, look a law or two up because, you know, you can get yourself in trouble a little bit with this stuff. That just is fine. That's my PSA for the night. Yeah. Yeah. Turn, turns yeah. out yeah, you start actually encroaching upon people's privacy and you know, using, cameras. using their data and things like that without express permission, you can you can get in a world of trouble. So, precisely, don't don't recommend it. No, not at all. So, I think where we were going in that original episode is we're going to cover this kind of. It's, it, this is an interesting area that's vastly underreported. I think, in my opinion. Um. But to like the real spies, like the people actually did this, you know. Well, yeah, like, but of course it's underreported. They're spies. I mean, fair enough. I mean, if they're being reported I mean, on, they're shitty spies, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, fair enough. Yeah. 
But should I reference this? I guess I should reference the article that we're gonna we're gonna delve into a little bit and, and talk about after the break. I should reference it now because there's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of references in this episode. So just because I think it 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 warrants them. So I'd come across this um, article in the Atlantic uh, last year. I think I'll look that up as well. And uh, in in the hard copy, it's it's the women who change spycraft by. Um, Liza Mundy, and this is a really interesting article. So, yeah, um, covers a couple of books and and covers sort of the perspective on, you know, women. Which you know, we we don't. I mean, other than Mum and 007, you know, you don't really think about women in this trade. But which is kind of cool. Which is why they're good. <laughs> which I guess is the point of this article and several of these books. So, yeah. I don't know. I think of them in this trade all the time, but that's just a fantasy I have. So <laughs> there you go. Well, you want to do a, uh, a quick break and get into the, uh, the serious side of things. Sure. Yeah. All right. We'll be Sit right time. back. Welcome back to the 14 questions. We have to do a uh, quick break. Just a quick break. Yeah, we were looking out the windows and just felt like we were being watched. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I was wondering myself. <laughs> checking checking mm. the traffic on the routing tables, you know. Yeah, little wire shark. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Mm. Turns out, yeah. I think we're okay. We're probably not. If they're good at their job, we'll never know they were there. Yeah, or if we're good at our job, we will. <laughs> you know, I don't think that uh, falls under okay. the, uh, the banner of podcast produ- production, but maybe, maybe, I don't know. I think somebody's listening to us maybe. all the time. I'm a very paranoid person. It's fine. It's that, you know, fucking Amazon speaker you have. <laughs> yeah, I've got Alexa over in the corner. They don't, they don't need real humans for this anymore. They just turn it on and send it off yeah. to an AWS farm. It's fine. It's perfect. What could what could possibly go wrong, right? Nothing. Nothing at all. But yeah, nothing. But yeah, we were talking about so you know to your point. So we're talking. We're going to dive into this article that came out in the Atlantic, June nineteenth issue was when it was then when it was published uh, by Liz Mundy. And uh, you had remarked before that it's kind of interesting that they named it's a it's a female name on the speaker. Now that now that I I made the remark like and you were like no I you know I think of spies all the time as being female yeah hmm. all interesting the time. all the time I think I think so anyhow I mean it's just food for thought but anyway this article so it covers she basically covers three four sorry four books she didn't cover all four books she touches on these four books. Um, the, the author of this article. And basically I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to go through the books cause I want to reference them just because I will forget as we start to talk about this stuff. Yeah. But the first book she references is D-Day Girls by Sarah Rose. And this, this one's pretty interesting. 
Madame Fracaud, Secret War, or Madame Fracaud's Secret War by Lynn Olson, A Woman of No Importance by Sonia Purnell, and Codename Lisa by Larry Loftus. And then so basically the article covers the fact that, A, there's not a lot of information out there. Like there's just, I guess it's, it's not, it's like the genre of all of this, right? It's like, you know, born identity or whatever. And 007. I mean, I guess there were some, you know, other agents, female agents and a few of these things, but yeah, you don't really think of pop culture, right? It's, it's when we think of quote unquote, Western spies, it's always, you know, the, the strong white male presence basically. Uh, but then e- e- their counterparts, even though they're they're the antagonist, they're still spies. It's like Eastern European women, right? So, yeah, I mean, or, or early days. So they get you know this article referenced early days, like the Civil War. Like they they had a couple of women, like I guess you know high society that would just kind of hang out and listen to things. Sure, you know, yeah. kind of you know be be innocuous and like hmm, yeah. Yeah, you let and let the and men then, and then, heads with one another, and the women actually, you know, make the world go round. They just never get credit because they just want things to be fixed and right, right? Yeah, but the, but the kind of the inter- interesting thing about this article is is that the actual craft, right? That that going to your point, you you, you do you think you know Eastern European, you think you know uh, World War Two, because. I think the, the article starts out by talking about, you know, Maxwell Knight, who was an officer in MI5, which is British's, Brit- Britain's domestic counter counterintelligence agency. Yeah. You know, was uh, pondering the questions, you know, would, could we usefully use, you know, where, 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 what, what could we do, you know, if we had some women that, you know, could they come in handy, you know, so... Turns and then out, goes on yes, to yes, like can <laughs> very much so right. I mean, sort of, sort of two things out of this is is one out of, one out of necessity because at, at that time, I mean, you know, the, the the U.S. was still, you know, not in the war, right? And then a couple other countries, but the countries that were in the war, you know, the the, the men were were either locked up, carried away, or fighting. Yeah, so. I think there's a certain amount of like, well, who was walking around like a typical day, you know, selling things or running, doing, doing whatever they did. You know, there were just a lot of women, which is kind of fascinating to think about. Yeah, I'm inclined. You know, I sort of, you know, you, you, yeah, I mean, but you, you had pointed out that you knew this, this factoid, right? So even on this side of the, this, the pond, right? So you had like, Wild Bill Donovan recruited, you know, blue-blooded, 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 sorry, it's Monday, women for his <laughs> blue, office of strategic. Blue-blooded. <laughs> blue-blooded, yeah. How do you identify for a his, female spy? Ask her to take off her pants. No. <laughs> yeah, blue-blooded, yeah. So draw some, draw some blood, you know, if it's blue in there, you know, it's scary. But anyhow, he... This is the, this is the, the the forerunner to the CIA on this side of the pond, the Office of Strategic Services. Yeah, and I I did not I didn't know this factoid that that by like Julia Child. Yeah, before she was Julia like, Child, cooking crepes on yeah, television. And, 
you know, she worked in, in spycraft. Spy yeah. Yeah, yeah I, thought that, I thought that was a pop culture reference everybody implicitly knew. At least those of us, like, from the late 70s to the early 90s, which you were in Canada at the time, so it's no wonder you don't know that fact. Well, didn't, no, it's not like we didn't have, well, okay. I mean, fair, right? It's like, oh, she's just, you know, there's just a cookbook. So I guess if she shows up for a talk here, what might she be doing? Yeah, no, you guys had like Morty the Mounties you know? morning baking show or something like that that you watched. We had, we had Julia Child, so. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous. Um, I'm just kidding. But that'd be a great show, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait till they tweeted us from the the, <laughs> the great north, my friend. But that's fine. That's fine. Tweet away. We like tweets. But where it gets really interesting, I guess, is that is the French resistance called on women, right? You know, or called on women's courage, as this article cites, and then the special operations executive, or the SOE, created by Winston Churchill. So. This is, this is some, this starts to get into like, this is when it gets real, right? It's like, okay, now, now we're not just, you know, you know, not here and there, like listening, reporting on a thing. This is when the spy craft gets real because now these, these women are now like, I guess they're, they're looked down on a little bit, but they're not. It's like, can they be operational? Because it's sort of, you get into this article and you realize this is some scary fucking shit. Like people are being yeah, like absolutely. killed on a, on a daily you know, it's not just overhearing the conversation or, you know, figuring out what the blueprints or what they said in the shipyard. It's getting that information, you know, to who you're reporting back to. Correct. Yeah. And, so. you know, it's that, that like the, the, the SEO, the, sorry, the um, SOEs, you know, the, the, the old boys, as it quotes in this article of like MI5 and MI6, right? Like these women had to actually get what they were learning back to them. Like, you know, without getting caught. Yeah. And I mean, it's sometimes I don't think that, that's I don't the think more particularly part easy. of it, right? No, oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, you know, it's fine that they can blend in and that there's all these other references. And then, you know, that goes into the book, the D-Day girls and, you know, when they helped with, you know, sabotaging. I mean, some, some of this stuff too was like hands-on. Like they were, they were literally sabotaging communication systems or, you know, Railroads and stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, they you know, were, they were kind of above wild. suspicion for that sort of thing, right? And you're just harmless, harmless little women walking around doing a thing. So, I mean, it makes sense to capitalize yeah. on that. And not, I don't say that to well, be it, insulting to women, but it, it, during the at that time, you know, there was definitely a sense of patriarchy and you know social hierarchies and whatnot, and so. In, in for in for what it's worth, right? Well, and I mean, for what it's worth, I I think you know the article does reference the fact that you know the the German men, um, you know, Nazis in uniform were, were extremely dismissive. Like, what could, these are just little women. Like, what could they possibly do? Um, completely unthreatened. They just dismissed them. Yeah, you know, so they didn't see them amongst them. You know, they just the hubris and what was not there. So they would, you know, boast or speak about, you know, talk about this, that, or the other. Somebody's walking in another room that's not noticed. Yeah. You know, what they didn't know is that, you know, in Madame, um, I'm going to screw up her name now, 
for codes, for, damn, for, for codes, for secret God. war, for cod, for <laughs> cod. You know, th- this girl was 30 years old. I mean, in, in, in one of her operatives was 20 who, who literally <laughs> was, was the one that, you know, in, in for cod, she had, she had these like nicknames like uh POZ 55 and, Another nickname, Hedgehog, because she didn't want to get identified to who she was reporting to that she was a female getting gathering this intelligence. Yeah. But one of her one of her operatives or, or or women that worked underneath her, who was twenty and spoke five fucking languages. Yeah, and was probably was the getting one the that, damn job done, right? Well, I mean, she exploited, you know, the new rocket technology, the V two, the fucking ballistic missile that the Germans had. I mean, this is not shabby shit, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like I never, this is no uh, small feat for anybody. No. And, and, and like anybody else, you know, I've, I've watched, I mean, most people, I would imagine the discovery channel or the history channel and you sit around, you know, it's whatever geek out on a thing. It's like, well, when we discovered that the ballistic missile had been designed and this and that, the other, they don't tell you it was a 20 year old that spoke five fucking languages talking to her 30 year old counterpart that were like secretly wiring messages back to the allies. Like this shit is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Things and the, and the fact that there's not a movie about to history, this. right? No, I, I just find it so surprising. Like why is Holly, why is, why is Hollywood or anyone not done a movie? We've had all these movies about, you know, this, that, and the other. I don't recall one <laughs> where they've ever done one. <laughs> You know, about any of these women, which is, it, which is. Yeah, not know, off the top of my head. I mean, if it was, it was not a big budget blockbuster, heavily marketed film. You know, it would have been something a little more fringe or indie uh, would be my guess. But yeah, the, the fact that that doesn't exist is kind of mind blowing. Yeah. In, in the 20 year old, by the way, her name was um, Jeannie Razeau, I believe. I'm looking at my paper copy of this and some scribbled out notes, but. Um, she apparently got caught. She got away. She got caught. She got away. Like this, this one, like this was <laughs> this girl. She, they need to make a movie about this. A little bit. I, but I mean, it. there's a couple of standouts. I would too. Because I think 100%. people would walk away and they'd be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this actually happened. What? Why have I not been taught this my entire life? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm, my I'm other totally the, film. <laughs> yeah. So the, the one the one that was just sort of was odd to me was um, a woman of no importance book. Okay, this this outlined Virginia Hall, um, who interestingly enough, you know, she was born into high society in 1906, according to the article, I guess referencing the book in um, Baltimore. You know, she grew up very wealthy. I guess the you know the family lost stuff in the in the Great Depression. Yada yada yada. But she goes on to, like, basically hang out with this, this, I mean, this is, it's, it's bizarre. You know, she tried to join the the U.S. diplomat corps and state department. They kept turning her down. You know, at some point she had an accident with a gun, you know, almost died of sepsis, like lost a leg. Like, and, and she went on to be like, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And in, in her case, she like. I don't know, like went over as a, as a reporter or a, a disguise, whatever she was doing and then was recorded and then, you know, basically started talking with a, with a, Bridget, a British agent. You know what I mean? You're just hanging out in 1940 wars going on. 
Yeah. And she, she, she took the whole deal of being like an undercover newspaper reporter. And she was like the secret liaison officer for years. I mean, she had like one leg, like mm-hmm. her, just her grit and her like, I'm going to go do a thing. I'm going to, you know, I'm going yeah, to fight and do something. She was, she was determined and made it work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just fascinating to me. Yeah. And, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of cool. They, they finally reference that, you know, in this country, at least, you know, um, Gina Haspel, I think she was the first, um, director of the CIA who was a woman. So it's taken all these years for women to actually get into positions of power. They were always kind of these, um, you sit over there, we'll use you as we see fit as whatever. Right. Which is kind of weird to me because like the, all the, like the Hollywood stuff, like the 007 stuff, you know, mom's in charge. Like it's a woman at the, at the head, which is, I guess, kind of interesting, you know? Yeah. Well, to think, to, the to way, think about the way it, I look at it in, in my experience, if a woman wants to find a thing out, she's going to find it the <laughs> fuck out. Right. <laughs> so correct. <laughs> like, giddy up. Like, yeah. They should, they should run it all. Why not? Yeah. So. Anyhow, really, really, really good leave. Do you have any any standouts for you in this stuff? This crazy malaise of... I mean, you've covered you know, 90, 90% of it, I think. So I just, I yeah. hope somewhere out there there's somebody, like there's the female Jason Bourne equivalent that we'll find out about 75 years from now when it's declassified. And we're like, that was one badass bitch, right? Well, they just need to do the Hollywood needs to sniff around. I mean, they phone the phone the National Archive, whoever you call, and be like, "Yo, we we need some material. Let's let's do a let's do a you know a screen script or whatever." Yeah, like start a just thing. Dump something in our lap. Nobody will believe it anyway, right? It's a, it's a Hollywood movie. It's fiction. So, yeah, it'd be no, rather, exactly. It'd be rather interesting. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there absolutely 100 percent are those those types out there. We just don't hear about them. Oh, totally. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there was, it's kind of, you know, in doing the, the, I guess it's an interesting segue to the, to the end of um, recording tonight, but doing, doing the research for this, it kind of hurt me a little bit tonight because I was trying to look up a reference on Michael Morrell's Intelligence Matters podcast, which was a CBS production, which they have now. He, he was a former director of the CIA and, and had some major accolades and had interviewed some really interesting people and they're, they, they've canceled. So that, that he, you know, that's run its course, which I, I guess in the world of th- those worlds, you do that. It, it, but for, for listeners, it's a fantastic podcast. But the reason I was looking up the reference is because he had interviewed, I think one of the, uh, one of the people this side of the pond that does archive all sorts of information regarding declassified stuff, this and that and the other. And I believe the subject of the Americans came up, which a show I absolutely loved. Um, but interesting enough, counterpart. So it was, it was a, it was a, um, a wife and a husband that were these spies. So they were at least equal. So that's the closest I can think about in recent history yeah. of anything being, you know, Hollywooded up or put out there. But the reason I bring that up is because I guess, you know, whoever was producing that show, you know, wanted some background information. 
about little factoids about yeah, things to make stuff on. more believable, right? Well, didn't we yeah. talk about just, just in kind the of previous like, episode we did on this subject matter? We talked about a husband and wife team that kind of like really helped pioneer like modern like trade craft as we think of it. I wonder if that's the same. Yeah, and I, I, and I it, can't remember their I, name for their life of me. No, because I think that was the other way around. So that was this side of the pond going over to the other side of the pond that had basically, you know, st- stood a lot of cra- tradecraft up on their own. We'll have to get back to that reference. They uh, recently, I think the the wife, the wife was the one that authored a book, and it was like they just figured out, like you know, comes in handy to be able to know how to dye your hair or you know change a thing up to be able to go do a thing. Um, Again, it, it was it, another singular reference where there's an equal female counterpart that's yeah. doing a thing, which you don't really think about. But again, I think Hollywood needs to get their shit together and do a do like a series about one of yeah, these. Why not? I think that'd be kind of cool. Maybe, maybe we yeah. should do one. We'll do a spinoff podcast. We'll go ahead and submit some yeah. FOIAs now. See what we can do get like our hands on. First. Hundred million dollars, and uh, you know, hire a few people. Yeah, yeah well, great, we'll start with idea. the podcast, and then see if we can option oh, yeah, the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fun. Actually, that'd be kind right. of fun. Just doing like a seven-part yeah. serial on a female, female in esp, females in espionage. I should say. We'd have to go find a female spy. I mean, you know, easier said than done. It, apparently. It should, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so we do everything these days, you know? So people learn about all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need in life, right? Yeah, exactly. Anyhow, you want to leave it there? Yeah, I think that's a good place to uh, jump off for this week. Cool. Yeah, for sure. So without right, further well, ado. Until next, until next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts.